This is Navi Mehta of the San Diego Symphony. I'd like to give you a taste of the extraordinary concerto for cello and orchestra by the great English composer Sir Edward Elgar. Though he did not intend it as a final work, Elgar recognized its valedictory nature. Calling it his greatest music, he said to a friend, If you should ever hear this wandering in these hills, don't be alarmed. It will only be me whistling this tune. Elgar was born in 1857, the fourth of seven children to a piano tuner who had moved to the country near Worcester and opened a music shop. There was a music prodigy in the family. It was Edward's younger brother, Joe, who died of tuberculosis at the age of seven. Edward, who was often plagued by insecurity, took to hiking in the Malvern Hills, sitting by the Severn River and poring over music scores from his father's shop. Forced to work from an early age, Edward had many jobs he did not enjoy. He was sacked as the church bell ringer for, quote, unauthorized experiments in campanology. He taught violin, which he likened to turning a grindstone with a dislocated shoulder. When he could travel, he went to hear concerts of his favorite composers, Schumann, Mendelssohn, Strauss, and... At 27, he played in the orchestra when Dvorak conducted his Sixth Symphony. Such music, Elgar wrote, it made him determined to redouble his efforts, but he had few, only local successes. My prospects are hopeless. I'm not wanting in energy, I think, so sometimes I conclude that tis want of ability. Caroline Alice Roberts would make a huge difference in Elgar's life. A published author, she was the daughter of a baronet, Major General Sir Henry Roberts. She became Elgar's piano student in 1886, and then, despite the threat of disinheritance should she marry so far beneath her, his wife. 
Her family followed through on their threat. She would pawn her jewelry as they scraped by over the next several years, but she believed in Edward and his music. On October 21st, 1898, Elgar returned home after a long day's teaching and began to improvise at the piano. Suddenly, Carolyn interrupted him, saying, That's a good tune. Play that again. What is it? Nothing, replied Elgar, but it might become something. The Enigma Variations became a worldwide hit. Elgar was recognized as England's foremost composer, while the rest of the world compared him with the greats of the past. Over the next decade, one hit after another poured from his pen. He was knighted, made a member of the Order of Merit, Master of the King's Music, appointed Knight Commander of the Royal Victorian Order, and would receive a string of honorary doctorates. As Europe slipped into the First World War, few foresaw the carnage and upheavals to come. The splendor and pomp of Edwardian England so embodied in Elgar's music would be swept away. Music entered the modern age in 1913 with Stravinsky's slashing dissonances. And in Vienna, Arnold Schoenberg stretched tonality until there was none. Elgar's music was going out of style. In 1918, the Elgars retired to a country cottage to recover from health problems. There, Elgar wrote four final major works, the violin sonata, string quartet, the piano quintet, and the cello concerto. They are all contemplative and in minor. Elgar would lose Caroline to cancer five months after the concerto's premiere. And although he would live another 15 years, he never completed another substantial work. Beyond its intense romantic expression, Elgar's cello concerto feels valedictory for his favorite composers from that bygone era are silhouetted within its pages. Mendelssohn's famous elfin-like magic, as in his Overture to a Midsummer Night's Dream, has found its way into Elgar's scherzo. Schumann one of Elgar's favorite composers is clearly to be heard in the slow movement. 
while Elgar's beloved Dvorak influences his finale. Join the 2015 Tchaikovsky International Competition winner cellist Andrei Ionitsa for Elgar's Cello Concerto with the San Diego Symphony. Enesco's Romanian Rhapsody No. 1, Kodai and Debussy round out the program on April 6th and 7th at the Jacobs Music Center. And if you'd like to learn more about the music on the program, join me in the hall 45 minutes before the concert. The symphony repeats this program at the Village Church in Rancho Santa Fe on Sunday, April 8th at 2.30 p.m. This is Navi Mehta, and I'll see you at the symphony. Thank you.